0: Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson and the Kansas Jayhawks. They did it, man. They um they sent the hottest team in the tournament home packing, man. And that was the North Carolina Tar Heels. And y'all know that uh I had said that I thought it was gonna be a fast-paced game. There's gonna be a lot of transitional uh plays, and I thought Kansas was gonna come out on top. But really and truthfully, that was just me. Um, you know, I was just hoping that North Carolina didn't win their seventh championship, to be honest with you. Um, you know, early in the game, man, I was watching it and I was like, you, you know, I was I was a little disappointed because I was like, man, North Carolina's getting ready to blow them out, man. And it just looked like they was going to be able to win pretty easy. And the reason why is North Carolina is just dominant on the glass, man. And when you got somebody like Baycott, you know, even though he, he was a little gimpy, but a dude, even when he's injured, when he can clean the glass that way, you just always got a shot because, like I said, he makes up for a whole lot of North Carolina's mistakes. And, uh, you know, along with the other big men, like I I believe uh, North Carolina might have had an insane amount of offensive rebounds. Uh, Excuse me. They might have had like 24 offensive rebounds or something like that. It was a wild amount of uh, offensive rebounds. And when you get that many second chances, man, you're just always going to, you know, probably have a strong performance. And it just, like, uh they jumped out on him, man, and it was starting to look real ugly. And then just when you thought Kansas was going to lay down, Kansas just started putting an insane amount of pressure on North Carolina, and they started outrunning North Carolina and fought their way all the way back in the game and ended up squeaking out with the victory. And it's just wild to me because you know, I feel like Kansas had some struggles this year, just like North Carolina. And it was almost like they kind of uh, finished the season the same way. Like, they both got hot at the right time. and um, But, you know, like everybody says, Kansas plays in the Big 12. And it's not really a whole lot over there to challenge them. So they're always going to have a really strong regular season, even when they have, like, some letdown moments, like when Kentucky stomped them. And um, they're going to be able to get good seeds and, uh, you know, put themselves in a favorable position. And they did what they were supposed to do and got all the way to the championship game. And it was just looking real bad, man. And I think, um, you know, Bill Self had made a comment to the guys. I forgot what he said. Uh, It was something along the lines of where he was referring to, you know, how much they was down by when they played – when they played Memphis in in the championship game when they last won, and I guess he was trying to like inspire his kids that like you know you might be down, but we still got a whole another half of basketball, and whatever he said to him, and it worked because they came out in the second half and they was a different team. And I don't know if if they just started playing better or if North Carolina just ran out of juice. You know they started um uh, had a couple of injuries like Baycott uh. He retweaked his uh, ankle, you know he had he had hurt it the game before, and he probably was you know he probably wasn't a hundred percent he probably was favoring it a little bit, and then he ended up hurting it again, you know, and it's just hard to win when you ain't got a guy like that out on the floor, and the thing about college basketball today to me. It's not really a whole lot of great teams um, because most of the time, the the players don't stay long enough to become great players. So normally, you know, it's like a, a flash in the pan with your success. Like you have a group of guys and you maximize them real quick, then you have to start off with another group. You never really get superstar players that have the ability to go to the NBA that usually – Come back, um like a Tim Duncan or you know Tyler Hansborough some you know people like that that played late into their career I know it's a, you know a lot more than that but that's just two that came off the top of my head but nowadays most of the guys when they can when they feel like they superstars in college or when they have potential to be drafted high they leave so you never really develop these strong teams which is what gives a whole lot of these Cinderella teams hope like St. Peter's, you know, being able to beat us in the first round and, you know, mess the whole tournament up for me. um, Because Kentucky's not ever really able to really develop a real strong team. Like, you don't hardly get two to, you know, two, four, you know, you don't really get a handful of guys that you can say been there for three or four years, played together, been in the tournament a couple of times. um and that's not just in Kentucky that's that's pretty much everywhere now you do know, you know some of the mid major schools that's why a lot of them I think are having a better chance because they get a group of guys and they stay together and develop together for several years but with this transfer portal uh, stuff it's going to be interesting to see because now I'm not even for sure if that's going to be an advantage for the mid majors anymore because now when you see this whole like St. Peter's situation where, you know, uh, Coach Holloway, he gets uh, a opportunity to coach his alma mater, Seton Hall. So, as soon as the tournament's over, boom, he's gone. And then, you know, all three of his guards, you know, announce that they enter in the transfer portal. And I feel like this is going to happen a whole lot now. When you get these, like, hot teams that come out of nowhere and make some noise, like a St. Peter's, like... The coach is going to jump on any opportunity that he gets and he's going to bring the players that he feels comfortable with with them and try to build or recreate that success fast at the new school. And then you're going to have teams like LSU that's going to just get dismantled. Um, You know, if a coach gets fired or, or if they have a bad season, a lot of these players are going to be looking to leave. And it's gonna basically make everybody start going through the whole, you know, process that Coach Cal in Kentucky has been going through ever since he's been at Kentucky. Um, Coach K didn't learn, you know, he had to he had to learn how to deal with that over the last several years. But it's getting to the point now where every school is gonna have to deal with this now. They're gonna have to get used to the turnover rate with these players because, you know, like a, like, I seen even even female athletes are jumping on it now. Like I seen, um, you know, a female and now she's entering the, I forgot what her name is, but she's announcing that she's entering the transfer portal. So a lot of these kids are just going to be moving and shaking, trying to figure out what the best fit for them is, where they can go and maximize their ability, where they can get the most playing time. Like you're going to just see so much changeover. And that's one of the things that really is upsetting the Kentucky fan base probably more than anything is they never really get to connect with these players. And now I think at all levels, you're going to start seeing that like a lot of fan bases are going to have to deal with this feeling because it's going to be like, okay, you went to this team and you didn't get the opportunity you thought. So now you're going to leave and go to this team. And it's just going to be so much mixing and matching and so much, um, you know, the recruitment is going to have to go to a whole nother level now because now you're going to be having the scout players that's in high school and you're going to be having the scout players that may potentially leave that's already in school. Like you got, you know, Deontay Allen that's leaving Kentucky and, um, you know, he's got a list of, of schools that's interested in him and now that means, you know, they're going to have, whatever school he chooses is going to have to readjust their recruitment to fit him and we're going to have to readjust our recruitment to fill the space for him and it's just going to make college basketball really confusing, man, and I just think the era of having great teams is going to be over. It's just going to be a crapshoot every year like you're going to have to roll the dice and just see who comes out on top because I feel like um North Carolina, North Kansas really was the one of the best teams all year long. Uh Kansas might have been a little bit better than North Carolina. But realistically, you know, it's it's just going to always be a gamble, man. And you just never really going to know what's going on. I feel like you're going to have a whole lot of coaching changes. And we'll have to see how this shakes out, man. Um, like I said, uh, the NCAA has been trying to get Kansas for the last two or three years. So we'll even see what happens with them. And uh, they could, you know... Supposedly, they're uh, under investigation for, you know, like five or six infractions with the whole Adidas scandal, and um, who knows, man, if if they end up discovering something, they may even have to vacate this championship, but, you know, like I said, I tipped my hat off to Kansas, they outlasted North Carolina, they turned up the pressure in the second half, and they really got out in transition and outran North Carolina, and, you know, unfortunately, even with North Carolina dominating the glass like they did, they just still wasn't able to get the victory. Um, but, you know, both teams had a great run, man. And overall, I say I really enjoyed this tournament. Um, Like I said, that's the one thing about March is you just never know how it's going to shake up. Um, I'm sure North Carolina through the mid or even I'll say the beginning part of the season through midway I'm sure they they never had any hopes that they were going to be in the championship game they were ready to fire Hubert Davis um and then they ended up in the championship game and probably most of their fans and then even people like me myself expecting them to win another championship like I said I was praying um I had my fingers crossed that they didn't get that seventh banner because I didn't want them to catch up to Kentucky and fortunately for kentucky fans they didn't get that yet so they still you know they still got a little ways to go before they they catch up with us but if we don't get on our game man they could make a you know they could close the gap real quickly so hopefully um kentucky will get back in the mix man but as of right now you know we got to tip our hat to the 2022 national champion kansas jayhawks man but anyway that's all i got really got to say about it how did you uh feel about the tournament did you think it was a great tournament do you think college basketball is trending in the right direction um just let me know your uh thoughts and feelings about it and like i said always like comment subscribe share and um we'll get back at it again sports and discourse with Derek stevenson <laughs>